Did you think that when you came to my podcast, you might have assumed that, wow, homeschooling entrepreneur mom, she must have been destined to be a homeschooler. Ah, I'm going to tell you a little story. First of all, homeschooling wasn't in our plans at all. Not even thought about when our oldest was getting to school age. Now, I'm going to tell you, I was even anti-preschool. <laughs> I was like, I had such an ego and chip on my shoulder. And I wanted to tell you this story because homeschooling may not be in your plans at all. But guess what? We are entering into year nine of homeschooling. So let me tell you all about it and our journey. And maybe you can relate to some part of it. And we are coming up to my one year anniversary for my podcast. Whoop, whoop. Yay, made it to the first year. <laughs> And in honor of that, I wanted to give away something to all of you amazing listeners. So there will be a link in my uh, show notes. You click on that link and then you will be notified when my book releases. And when my book releases, guess what? You will get access to a very, very discounted, practically holy moly, amazing price for my book. And that would be only accessible for you guys. So that's amazing because I won't be giving it away to anyone else. All my listeners definitely deserve access to that book. Um, because it will definitely help you with your homeschooling journey itself. Help you set up a lifestyle homeschooling in your life that works around you. Um, but yes, that is one of the giveaways that I'll be doing. And then the other giveaway that I'll be doing is all you have to do is leave a five-star review, share it to your social media, and then tag me in there. So Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And then I will give you access to one of my courses for free. What? <laughs> I'm feeling generous on this one year anniversary. So you can do one, you can do both, you can do whatever you want. Um, but if you want access to both, then amazing. Get on that list and you can get first access to my book. Yes, you'll be my VIP people with that special discounted price. Like it would be like super, super amazing. I'm going to make it special for y'all. And then if you want to do the other entry too, like everyone will get it. As long as you just leave me a five-star review and share it to your social media just so that I know you did it and you can share it to everyone else and let other people get in on this podcast I will give you one of my courses for free holy moly so yeah ah, just wanted to let you know on that end all right let's jump in and talk to you about how homeschooling was not in my plans at all but how we got to year nine aloha mamas you've made it to the homeschooling entrepreneur mom podcast I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Dun, dun, dun. We are entering year nine of homeschooling. And you're like, Kawhi, how 
are you at year nine when your oldest is 12? Let's do the math. That's 12 minus nine equals three. Yes, because I count homeschooling as preschool too. Let's be real. When If you are at home teaching your kid preschool, give yourself a pat on your back. You was doing homeschooling. <laughs> you have done it already. And that is basically the start of it. And I'm going to claim that from the get-go. Why? Because it is literally homeschooling at that age. So let's start off when my oldest was two. When my oldest was two, I remember my husband and I having a conversation about preschool. And little backstory, my husband went to preschool. I did not. (laughs) I went to my auntie's house. I went to a babysitter. I did not. I went to like grandma's house and things. And that's where I learned from them some awesome things. I remember cooking with my auntie, cooking with my grandma, being out in the yard, learning about plants and all these things. And I remember my husband saying like, we need to put our kid in preschool. And I looked at him and I was like, why? Why do we need to put our kid in preschool? I can totally teach him all of that stuff. I don't need him in school to pay someone else to do something that I could do. Like that's always been my ego and mentality. I do work on it now a lot better. I've learned to like stop being in control all the time about everything and someone else can do something better too. Like, whew, that was a lot to (laughs) admit to y'all. But that was the truth. I just had this huge wall, ego mentality that I can do it all. And sometimes they can, but I learned that it can lead to burnout too. So in the beginning, I did not send him to preschool. I said, you know what? I can do this all by myself. And I did. I taught my oldest how to count to like 30 before he was two. I taught him all his letter recognition sounds and all of that. He was reading by, I don't know, three, four, (laughs) like I spent so much time with him, pouring into him because I wanted to prove that I didn't need preschool, like how I I didn't need to send him to preschool, like how I didn't go to preschool. And the reason why I had such a big ego on that too, is one, I wanted to save money, but two, I did amazing in school. I had straight A's, I graduated summa cum laude, I had a full ride scholarship, I did all this crazy stuff an amazing overachieving greatness without preschool. So first off, I was anti-preschool. And I went and did homeschool with my kid by himself, whatever books, resources that I could find. And then what happened was we moved. We moved from family's house and we bought our own place out in Hawaii um, on the other side of the island in Kapolei. So we're originally from the windward side of Hawaii, um, Oahu, and then we moved to the other side. And when we did that, I had an opportunity to participate in a parent participating preschool. And by that time, Riser was four. So I've already been practically preschooling him for a couple years now, but it was free. It was offered to our, you know, to families um, with Hawaiian descent. And I was intrigued by it because That's something I couldn't teach. They spoke Olelo, so the Hawaiian language, in the parent participating preschool. Um, And that part was like, okay, I can't do that. (laughs) And I want my kid to learn that. I want my kid to be a part of that because I want to be a part of that too. So that's how I actually 
swallowed my pride and jumped into a preschool. And it was a blessing and a blessing because that literally, when I look back at it now, prepped me to homeschool because the teachers, instructors, so the way it worked was we brought our kid to preschool. It was, you had to be there with your child, parent participating. And then the teachers there, they would start it off, lead it off, and then they would have activities laid out for us. And we would, they would teach it to us so we could teach our kids. That was basically it. And then they would have like playtime and socializing time and all these things. Um, and then there will be some activities where we would do it for um, the kids too. Like we would bring activities in and so forth. So it really got my feet wet in doing more structured homeschooling, uh, more unit-based, activity-based, and things like that. And that's why I appreciated the parent participating preschool because there even was another section, Kulia, I remember that was it, what it was called, when he turned four. I didn't even know about it the first year I did it. Um, he was turning five, like right before four or five. So he wasn't at kindergarten age just yet. But then... <laughs> My baby just woke up. So if you hear that, this is real life. I am doing a podcast early in the morning, hoping they didn't wake up, but they did. So we're going to go through this as long as we can. All right. So I remember, you know, I got into this other side program where they literally taught you how to homeschool your child. They had all the core subjects, reading, writing, math, science, and they told you, okay, like when you're not with us, because the parent participating preschool, I think it was like twice a week. And they said, when you're not with us, you can do this at home with your child. And that's kind of how I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I, I can do more with him when I'm at home and I have something structured and I don't have to like figure it all on my own. And once I did that, that was amazing. And I was like, okay, He's getting ready for kindergarten and guess what? I'm going to send him to school. <laughs> and I was like, this would be amazing. He, I'm going to like get him ready. I'll have more time because mind you, when we moved from one side of the island to the other side, we went from having two kids. And by the time he was ready for school, I had a third one. So I had three kids under the age of five. And that is overwhelming and tiring for a registered nurse who works night shift. Like I was working night shift. I was participating in preschool with my kids. I was tired and I was, I was counting down the days to send him to public school. And so there was, there was really no thought or even consideration to homeschool at all. I didn't think I was homeschooling when I was doing the parent participating preschool. I didn't even think I was homeschooling when I was teaching my child all this um, education, math, reading, whatever, when we we're at home with him when he was two, one, two, and three. Like, I didn't think I was homeschooling. Like, no. <laughs> and I was. And you probably are doing that too. So this episode is about you thinking, hey, if homeschooling went through my mind even once or twice over the past few years because things are changing in the world. I'm going to be very straight with you. Homeschooling is a lot more welcome now these days, which is incredible because a lot of people are seeing the other side of it. But also homeschooling can be like 
misunderstood because when everyone went to distance learning, they thought that was homeschooling and that wasn't. I'm just going to be very clear. That is not what homeschoolers do. That was just a really fast way that the school district could adapt for your tradition for the traditional schools. And if you're looking for a way to still provide great education, rich education for your kids, it can be done at home. You can do it at home. I didn't think I could. When I decided to homeschool, it was literally a couple months before public school started. That's, I didn't even decide. When I had the consideration, the thought went into my head like, oh, I think I might have to homeschool. That was about two months before. When I actually started planning was maybe about a month and a half, a month before public school started. And even then, I got cold feet and I got scared and I sent him to public school because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to homeschool yet. I thought I still had to do all these things, prep all these ways. And the moral of the story is I jumped in when I wasn't ready. Like I sent him to public school for about three weeks to a month and I, it kind of got like, I got to a point where I was getting fed up. I was like, nope. Seek fight. You should have listened to your intuition. You knew you decided you wanted to do it in the first place. And then all the things that I knew kind of was going to happen, happened. You know, he was getting bored at public school. It was super crowded. Um, he wasn't falling behind. He just, I could just see it in his eyes. He was losing interest, curiosity, imagination, play. Like he was losing that. And they didn't want him to just come home and be like, wow, like from school. I wanted it to be a place of fun and excitement. Like, I remember me being excited going to school every single time. Maybe not every single time. Most of the time, I was excited to go to school. And I wanted him to have a very similar experience with school. And I realized that I could provide that at home too. But it took me a while. It took me a while to realize that. I mean, even after starting homeschool, it took me a while to adapt, to learn, to see all the greatness in it. So that's, that's what I want to just leave you with. If you're at a point in your life, no matter how old your kids are, if they are right in like too early to go to school, like you're like, oh, they're like two and three. They're too young to, to do homeschool. No, you can start homeschooling them right now. And what that looks like is a lot of play, which is a lot of fun. Because you can integrate a lot of play into your life. That's why I say I homeschool five kids. I got two babies. I got a soon-to-be two-year-old and a three-year-old. And I just spend minutes, few minutes, pockets of my day to like play a puzzle with them, to read to them, to identify things with them, to count with them. That is the beginning of your homeschooling. So if you're, you have kids that age, I'm going to let you know. You can test out the waters now. Now, let's say your kids are in school already. They're in traditional school and you're like in a place where you don't want to send them to school. Maybe you don't like what they're teaching at school. Maybe you don't like um, what's happening around the world with schools because holy smokes, there is some scary stuff happening in schools. You know, maybe it's your kid is just coming home like overwhelmed, not themselves. You can literally see the light dimming in them. I don't know what it is, but whatever reason you have and you've been considering and dabbling with homeschooling, I'm going to tell you, you can do this. You don't have to be ready for it. 
Oh, shoot, I wasn't ready. You don't have to be like planning for it. Like homeschooling was in our plans. We're going to do it next year. Like it doesn't even have to be in your plans. You can decide today, you know what? I can provide a better option for my child. I don't know what it's going to look like. You don't have to know the steps. And I'm a planner telling you that. You do not have to know the steps. You just have to make the decision to go, Can am I willing to try this for my child? What's best for them? Because if you have that burning desire in you, that's what you go off of. That's what you start with. And then everything will fall into place. Why? Because there are so much resources out there. A ton of resources for you. You can go and look up things all on, your, on your own. You can go back through my podcast. I give lots of tips, tricks, and advice on homeschooling. There's tons of homeschooling veterans out there. If you want to chat about it, come reach out to me. I'll reach out to me. Reach out to me on <laughs> Instagram, Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore Aquin. And I can refer you to a couple, you know, few of the ones that I truly love that I always continue to go back to after nine years because I know that there is a greater side of homeschooling that I did not see when I first even thought about it. And that is one of the gifts that I get to give my kids. I get to give my kids this gift of homeschooling, this gift of providing a safe place for them to learn a safe place for curiosity, for imagination, for no pressure. Now, am I trying to shield my kids from it all? To a certain extent, yes. But do I do I think I can shield them forever? No, that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is provide them with an amazing tool belt that will prepare them for the world. I know they're going to have access to it. They already had access to things like they already had things we had to talk about and things we had to have conversations on and things we had to, you know, like bring up with our kids, even when I wasn't ready to bring it up with them. But my goal is I get to do it on our family's terms with our family's values and our family's beliefs and know that my child or children have a safe place for that. So homeschool doesn't have to be in your plans it might not even be in your plans right now and you dropped into this podcast but if there's any inkling feeling desire you do not have to be ready for it you just have to go off of that and start just learning about it that's the first step learning about homeschooling from people who actually have done it and were successful in it that's what i'm going to leave you with that's who you start learning with Learn from people who've done homeschooling and are successful at it. Whatever that definition of success is, like they have a great experience in it. Don't go and looking for homeschooling. Um, don't go looking for homeschooling advice from people who tried it for a year and said that was the most horrible thing ever. Don't go looking for advice from homeschooling. Um, homeschooling advice from people who have never done homeschooling. Like that's the wrong people, guys. <laughs> go and learn. From people who have been in the grind they can give you the best advice they can give you the best tips and they can help you through it all right my friends i hope this episode inspired you to think about it a little bit more to act upon it act upon that desire that's already in you and if you haven't 
done or if you haven't been in the homeschool mom summer summit that happened this entire week there is still time to get access to that lifetime vip pass which you can go back and listen to all the workshops or whatever speaks to you from over 100 workshops from over 50 homeschool mom veterans sponsors and so forth and that is a place to start and as you can hear my kids are telling me time's up so I always go on and make day amazing because only you can do that. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.